just thank you for another week, another day, another opportunity to come together in your name, in your midst. And we just ask God that you'll touch our ears, touch our hearts, and touch our minds, Lord, so that we can prepare us to, to, to receive and then give us the courage to do. all the glory and honor and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Well, we're going to um, just get right into it. Oh my goodness. What? Now I'm going to just show this little part. Okay. I think you can still hear me. This is the little part that is giving me such a headache. So for all you guys that, um, work with the you know your live stream and what you do this little part is a USB uh, headphone piece so you plug it in and then you're able to put your your headphones so you, you see me playing with this that's what what I'm trying to get to um, be able to hear from right so I plug it in here and then I can hear what's going on, but for some reason, I can't hear myself. So anyway, we're just going to give God the glory anyway. Thank you for joining today, the LFHHM Together With Him broadcast. I'm Sister Ann Moles, and we are here to just... Really, uh, the word has that psalm in it, and the psalms is nothing but a bunch of songs, and we're going to get into that word today. We will do that. I don't know if it was something that I was tinkering with as far as my chat box. That's another thing, but we are working on it, and this stuff is kind of iffy, touchy, but uh, we're just going to give glory to God anyway. I'm going to praise him anyway. But uh, let's see. Let's, I'm going to sing a congregational song. and I don't do this very often and we're going to sing a cappella. But let's sing a congregational song. And I tell you, I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. Mm, don't you? I get joy. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. Oh, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. You just don't know like I know what he's done for me. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. 
Oh, God is a good God. Yes, he is. Oh, my God is a good God. Yes, he is. Oh, God is a good God. Yes, he is. Oh, God is a good God. Yes, he is. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. I get happy when I think about what he's done for me. Hallelujah. I get joy when I think about how he keeps me another day, kept me another long week, and he makes ways out of no way. How about you? Oh, praise God. All right, well, we're just going to keep on moving in Jesus' name. That's what we're going to do. And I just don't mind going ahead on for Jesus. Amen. Now, this is um, this is an opportunity. I tell you, this, uh, this word is it's good. It's a good word because it's timely. And I think that what happens is a lot of times we go through changes and that's just the way that life is there are changes in our life there are situations in our life that uh there's nothing we can do about them but they do come to make us strong they do come to make us strong and then help us get in the right perspective of what what life is all about and who is really in control of this thing? Now, I keep saying that. I tell you, we've talked about that for weeks in that God is truly in control. Now, last week, we talked about the, we talked about legacy, didn't we? Um, and again, here's something, another piece to this legacy that God has really impressed upon my heart to, to share with you today. Just a thought, just a little bit. Now, the definition, of course, of legacy, it's a gift, uh, especially uh, something that personal property, something that someone gives you, legacy. Mm -hmm. Now, we um, also, we were reminded of an African-American uh, proverb, uh, each one teach one, and that's important. That's super important. We talked about two women uh, in the Bible who passed on the legacy of the Holy Scriptures. Uh, to a young man named Timothy, and that was uh, Timothy's mother, Eunice, and his grandmother, Lois. Shout out to all the mamas and big mamas. Hey, amen. All the, the papos, the papos, yeah. Uh, these are, we're, they're important people in our lives. I, I still have my mom, shout out to Miss Ida. Hey, still have my mom with me, and, and that's a blessing, huh? I want to think for a moment about how human beings are given the power to get wealth. Yeah. You know, we're looking at trying challenging times and some of our partners are going to be sharing some things this week to kind of help people along, help us along in, in the thought process and reaching out and notifying and letting people know that we're available for certain things like particular jobs and business opportunities. So we'll be doing some of that this week. But the thought that, um, that 
God does, he's the one that gives us power to get wealth. Yeah, he is. He's all good and even that. So we don't have to uh, hustle in the sense of hustling to do wrong. Now, there is a hustle. I tell you, there's nothing like a God hustle. Using those gifts that he's given us, those opportunities that he's put in our laps and 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 those gifts that he's given us physically and the ability to do that's that's taken and in, in using those gifts using it because that's part of the power to get wealth if god never woke us up in the morning huh come on if he never started us on our way we would not be able to do anything we just wouldn't be able to do it huh it's God that gives us the power to get wealth. All right? Now, God knows who we are. So we can take this personal. He knows who we are. He creates us as human beings. He creates us. He forms us in the womb. Yes, he does. He does that. Okay? Now, I want to show that to you. So let's, let's grab our Bible. Yeah, let's grab our Bible and go for it. Here is my Bible. I got another one here. Now this is, uh, this Bible has several versions in it. It's a big Bible. It has my NASB, it, New American Standard Bible version. It has my Amplified. It has the King James in it. It's a great study Bible. It's also got that NIV in it. Uh, you kind of follow along when, when someone wants to share in that. So we look at um, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Let's look at that. It says, Then the Lord formed man, formed man and of the dust from the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Yes, God did that. So how do we get life? He wakes us up. He's the one that breathes the breath of life in us every night, keeps us through the night, wakes us up in the morning. Even Job had something to say about it. Let's look at Job chapter 31, verse 15. Now, Job is in the Old Testament. And we kind of talk basic. We talk basic in a way to where people who don't know him, new believers, young believers, uh, those that are kind of rusty in the Bible, we teach. That's what we're supposed to do. So it may seem a little slow for some of you heavy hitters out there. Yes, I get it. But we are to teach and encourage those who are not uh, versed in the word just yet. We're to be patient and loving. All right, Job, you got Job? So Job chapter 31, verse 15, it says, Did not God who made me in the womb make him? And the same one fashioned us in the womb? So Job even confirmed that, that God is the one that, that makes human beings. He puts us in there. He, 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 we, we were in him before the foundation of the world. So it's God that gives babies. Yes, gives purpose. So that's the creation that our Father gives us in our children. 
Let's look at Psalm chapter 139, verses 13 through 17. Now, Psalm is in the Old Testament too. But this is another way to get an understanding. We definitely want to get an understanding, right? We don't want to just say something or not really understand what we're saying, but we want to take that word. So when the enemy comes and says, hey, this is uh, not true, that babies are not, uh, they're just a piece of this flesh, it's not really a baby. Well, let me say, God was the one who put that flesh there. And yes, it does grow into uh, a mature baby, a human being. It says in verse 13, for you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth, your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. So God, he formed man, huh? He formed us, forms us in our wombs, and he even knows the days, it says. The days are written. He even knows how long we have here on earth, all right? And then this verse 17 is, is really great. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. So God's thoughts are, are huge. He, we, we're here with a purpose. He puts thought into the creation when we're conceived and when we grow in our mother's wombs. You know, when he sends us here. Amen. God is an awesome God. All right. Now, God's plan and purpose Hmm. Now, since God has created us and sent us here to earth, then he has already decided on a purpose and plan for our lives. Now, see, God does everything. I say he does everything on purpose. We're going to read that a little bit here. He does everything on purpose. So there are no mistakes in God. There are no mistakes in conception when someone is found to be with child there's no mistake in that have that baby because there's no mistake in it there are great people who have done wonderful things used the gifts that God gave them adopted people the Wendy's founder of Wendy's restaurant he was an adopted child he was an adopted baby and he grew up to be a great businessman so just don't think of, of babies and, and us as being born here on earth, n- not having a purpose. We have a purpose. God does everything good. So let's look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. Jeremiah is in the Old Testament too. 
And I'm going to read from the NASB, that New American Standard Bible version. It says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the, to the nations. So Jeremiah, God tells Jeremiah, before you even got here, I knew you. I formed you in your mother's womb. There was a purpose on your life. So that proves that since God is no respecter of person, he, he loves us all the same. Everyone born, everyone conceived, everyone born has a purpose. We have a purpose. And God just showed that and told that to Jeremiah. Since he told it to Jeremiah, I know I have a purpose. Yeah. Everyone born has a job to do for the Lord. That's why the enemy fights us so much. That's why he doesn't want us to get saved. He wants us to live like the devil. That enemy, that old slew foot, that no good devil. Yeah. He wants us to just throw our lives away and live like animals, beasts. Live and think below the thought process that God has given man. Or we don't create. We just follow along and do what everybody else is doing and, and whatever. Hmm? Just living on, on our flesh when we are really truly not just flesh. This is the body, the house that we live in. But our, our thought, our soul, hmm? our hearts. Yeah, we're more than just flesh. All right. Now, here's a great, everybody knows this scripture, I tell you. The believers and those who are new believers get to know this scripture. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Turn there. And that's just 29 chapters and we're still in the same book of Jeremiah. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. An expected end. So when we're children, when we're born and, you know, things seem hopeless or when we're middle-aged and things seem hopeless, when we give our lives to God, He gives us a purpose and a hope to an expected end. There's a reason why we're here. Yeah. Well, today, yeah, I'm having trouble with my audio. I don't get to play my fun music. Hmm? But my real purpose is to just glorify God and, and share the good news. That's my purpose for today. And really, I think that's the purpose for us as believers every day. Yeah. Let's look at Psalm chapter 37, verse 5. One of our favorite books of the Bible, Psalm. Let's look at verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. So there's another promise, another confirmation 
that we have, as human beings have a great reason. Yeah, we have a great reason to praise the Lord. We have a great reason to be here. Why am I here? I'm here for His glory. Yeah, why are you here? Are you here for His glory? Certainly you are. All right. Now, since we know that God has created us for a reason and that He will bless what we do for His purpose and plans for us, then we should learn what it is that He wants us to do. Oh, yeah, learn what it is that he wants us to do. That guy had it right. That wonderful Pastor Rick Warren. <laughs> what a book. Hmm? The Purpose Driven Life. Great book. Read that book. So what does God want us to do? Now, when... This uh, God is not, he's not mysterious. Now, great is the mystery of godliness. Yeah, the scripture says that. But he makes it very clear and very plain about what we're to do, who we are as human beings, how we fail, and how we're to be redeemed, how God made a way to redeem, to buy us back so that we can be in right relationship with him clear, right? Alright, so Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And I'm going to read this in the Amplified. God told man to be fruitful and multiply. Yep. Sounds like some babies to me. Yeah, we're all here for a reason. All 7 billion people on this planet are here for a reason. Right? And it says in verse 28, And God blessed them, granting them certain authority, and said to him, to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subjugate it, putting it under your power, and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. So, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Yeah. So when we find children, they're a blessing from God. They are a blessing. Yeah, we were once children, weren't we? Some of us a little longer than others. Yeah, we were once children. And with being a child, we're to, we're at, with children and as children, just to get to know your God. Get to know Him. Each one of us has something in us that we enjoy doing. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, okay, well, some some of us like medicine. Some of us like uh, uh, the arts. Uh, some of us like uh, finance. People that like money, accountants and finance. Some of us like technology and business. Yeah. How do, I how do we identify? How do we identify and cultivate what is that we like to do? Well, what is it that we like to do? How do we identify it and how do we 
cultivate it? How do we make it grow? How do we multiply it? See, all of those sound like wealth things to me. Yeah, they sound like wealth. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Now, Deuteronomy, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. That's the fifth book in the Old Testament. It says, But you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God, for it is He who is giving you power to make wealth, that He may confirm His covenant which he swore solemnly promised to your fathers as it is this day. So remember our, our where we've been grafted in, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he made a promise to what is uh, re uh, respectfully called Father Abraham that he would bless his seed. And he would bless those who blesses him, right? So in that, God says that we're to remember God. We're to remember him because he's the one that gives us the power to get wealth. And we've already talked about it. Waking up in the morning with a reasonable portion of mind, I get joy when I think about <laughs> what he does for me. Yeah. So... When we understand that he's the one that gives us power to get well. And he is faithful because he's going to keep his covenant relationship. That's something else to hold on because we think, oh, this is never going to happen. But you know what? When we're living in an American society with all of its flaws, we have been given great opportunity to get wealth on jobs, doing jobs, business, just great opportunities. And those who live in other countries that are so-called third world countries, and that's by an economic standard, they may not have as much money or the economy that will bring in the kind of money that is considered wealthy. But they have children, they have health, they have an opportunity to get to know the Lord too. So people around the world, we all have the power to get wealth because we all have access to the Lord Jesus. That's why his word is so important to get out as Jesus' disciples. We're to do it and do it and do it. Keep telling the gospel, spreading that good news. Yeah. Now, we're, as parents, there is a responsibility that we have as parents, big mamas, aunties, uncles, people that are, that are in uh, a way to where they get an opportunity to raise children. Be the best parent you can. I, I, I'm on that again because there's something in that. I know that it gets kind of rough in these days and times especially with the economy, but be the best parent that you can because children are trying to discover how they actually can create wealth and then there will be a legacy to where 
not only do you get blessed in your older age, but then they get blessed now, right? They get blessed, they grow into being a blessing, and they discover how they can get wealth and be a blessing to the family. So you have a lineage of wealth. I think that poverty comes because there's no understanding of how to get wealth. Who you are, yeah? And then how do you cultivate who you are? There's no understanding in that. So people fall victim to what others tell them. They get duped out of great opportunities. But as families, we can give a heritage to our children. First, of course, the heritage of the Lord. But what about family businesses? Hmm? There's black-owned businesses. We talk about that a lot. Different-owned businesses, women-owned businesses. These businesses can be a way to where the child can learn and not just be blessed, but to learn how to work and learn about where they fit in in the family business. Nurturing the gifts of children. Hmm? Nurturing the gifts that children display. That takes where you have to pay attention to children. You gotta look at them. You gotta talk to them. You have to play with them. Hmm? Those, those uh, play Barbies, drawing, hopscotch, kickball. Yeah. Find out those gifts that, that children have so that you can nurture those and then grow those into an opportunity for them to make money. Yeah, people do it all the time. They invest uh, their children. They get them invested and interested in sports. But everybody's not interested, interested in sports. There are many more things in this world to do where you can make money. Yeah, wealth so that you can take care of yourselves and your families. Now, children have a responsibility too because they may not have the great parent, you know? I think I was an okay parent, okay. I worked a lot. Children have a responsibility for their own futures too. It's okay to think about those gifts that you have and to express them and cultivate them just to sit in front of the TV and zombie out, oh, just watch TV. No, not that. Or listen to things that don't teach or inspire you. Yeah, the wrong kind of music, hanging out with the wrong kind of people. Yeah, see, as young people, you have a responsibility to learn to discipline your life. That's something that parents can't do. They can't do that. They can't, they can give you direction, but you're the one that has to take the initiative. You're the one that has to receive it and accept it and say, hey, I'm gonna make something of myself. Get inspired, get inspired. Let's look at Psalm chapter one, verses one through three. Now, I love this verse. Because what it does, when it gets tough for me, just like everybody else, and when it gets tough for me, when I think that what I'm doing doesn't matter, 
I have a, a bum day with my audio on my computer, no matter what I do to test, you're going to come up with something, something crappy that's going to happen in your day. And that slew foot, that old, that old devil, huh? he'll sit up and try to say that nothing is, is working, right? That you're wasting your time. No. Yeah, when you do those things that are good, according to the Word of God, and keep doing them, yeah, you're going to be blessed. Let's look at Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And this is, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified, but this scripture reads good no matter what version of the Bible you have. Let's hope you read your, your version and memorize this because you're going to need it. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he habitually meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And here's my favorite part. And whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. God is going to take us there. Yeah, whatever we do, whatever we do, we're going to prosper and come to maturity. Hmm? That is just such a promise. That is a promise in these days of hopelessness. Yeah, but this promise is that God will complete. He's faithful to complete what he started in us. When he breathed breath into our, into our souls, our being, as we were conceived in our mother's womb, hmm? he gave us a future and a hope. He gave us purpose right at that moment. And even before him, he knew us. He knew what he wanted us to do. Yeah, we have the courage and the joy to do it. All right, well, the attribute for today, God is omniscient, which means he is all-knowing. I'm so glad, I am so glad that he is all-knowing. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're going to, I don't think we can play our music, we can't celebrate the Word of God with the song today. But I'm going to see what about our Call to Salvation video, if we can get that to come up. And what we'll, we'll do is, in that, let's think about those um, things that 
we're concerned about. Uh, our finances, that seems to be the main thing. That That's why we're still on this wealth thing and prosperity and legacy. And I say prosperity to know that when we prosper, when we prosper in Jesus, we've made it. That first step is get to know him. Yeah, to get to know him. And the power of his resurrection, that's salvation. And, and the fellowship of his suffering. Yeah, that even though we go through, he's right there with us. Let's uh, go ahead and see if we can play our video, our salvation video. And if this is what is in your heart, that you need to know the Lord, that you want to ask him to be your Lord and Savior, do that, do that. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you I believe that you Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul with my heart I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead this very moment I accept you Jesus as my Lord and Savior Lord Jesus transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor
honor to you. In Jesus' name. Okay. If you prayed that prayer, you are on your way to being with your Lord and having that that experience to know that He's with you and He will provide and show you all things to get through this life. Hmm? From beginning to end. I do want to take this time. I feel led. Um, I know that there's some people that are looking for God to come through and bless. I, I do want to encourage you that Yes, God is sovereign, and meaning that He will, whatever journey He wants you to go on, He has the last word, but He's also faithful, that He won't allow for you to go alone. I was looking through some of, um, uh, some of the posting yesterday, Facebook posts, and, you know, people share. And there were some things that I just didn't know. Uh, and I'm going to pray. And I want you to pray with me for situations where people are needing resources, jobs, opportunities, um, hope, yeah, healing. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we just thank you that you are the God of our salvation, that you were truly the King of kings and Lord of lords, and that there is no one like you in all of the earth, in all of the world, that you are sovereign, that you are God and God all by yourself. And that you love us so very much. And that you're faithful and that your promises are true. Hallelujah. That you are with us. And God, we stand together and intercede in behalf for all of the brothers and sisters. And the people that need you now. Most of all, those that need to be saved, God. Hallelujah. Save those that need to be saved. Touch those that need to be touched. And deliver those that need to be delivered. God, provision is something that's a need, God. And part of salvation is that you provide. You're our Father. Hallelujah. And in Jesus' name, we just ask that you will open doors today. God, as this week comes up, give us the hope and the faith to put our hand to the plow by looking for jobs and opportunities. God, by going and, and believing when we fill out applications and send out resumes and pray those prayers of faith and courage that we receive them. God, answer the prayer to provide, hallelujah, the jobs, hallelujah, that to provide the, the favor with people as we go before people, as your people go before people and explain how, how they are deserving of a job or whatever the case is, 
Give us boldness that my God, our God shall provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God, we ask that you will heal today. Oh, Jesus, heal today. There's some young people out there that's dealing with some very challenging, challenging situations and, 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 and diseases, God. God, heal. Heal and make whole. God, the saints of God's children, hallelujah, remember them. Remember the saints of God's children the faithfulness of your children to, and that you're faithful from to the third and fourth generation, God, and how you bless. Put healing. Put healing. You know the ones, God. Put courage, God. Put wholeness in their lives from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet in every area of their lives. Heal, God. Oh, God. We just give you all the glory, honor, and praise and trust you in all things. Protect us, God, from all hurt, harm, and danger, accidents, destruction, and death. Give us the opportunity to raise before you, hallelujah, to be that beacon of light, that salt, hallelujah, to this world, to raise up and, and pro proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ with our very lives. Give us that Holy Ghost boldness. Hallelujah. Let us be mindful of our days and how you know how many days we have, God. And to with all of our might live to your glory according to your will. God, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. It could be why that, that audio was acting up. Because somebody needs some prayer. Mm, I know I need it. Be encouraged this week. Mm, God is with you. He's going to heal you. He's going to open up that door. He's going to do it. He's going to make ways out of no ways. He's going to give you that strength to work that job that you didn't think you'd be able to do. He's going to give you insight. Hallelujah. He's going to show you what to do. He's going to protect you. And most of all, he's going to keep loving you. Amen. Be blessed. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rog Hill Films, One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.